0: There's a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You gotta stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I haven't hit this before, I'm gonna hit it is this time because it's the best one. His, his slogan is: If you snooze, you lose. And it is indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money-making opportunities we have, and he's gonna tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? good evening America welcome to the Studio lose podcast I'm your host Uncle Joe this is a sports and the sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together lose together thanks for joining us here live another week on millions if you're watching us on YouTube hit that subscribe button tell a friend to tell a friend share the stream make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at the black bookie new listeners old listeners you know how we rock we don't try and take up too much of your time Going to get ready to talk about this Monday night football matchup, some plays we got going on. College basketball is back. We cashed another article play yesterday with the Devils in regulation. Uh, Make sure you guys check out my guys We Like Sports podcast. Their show is uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. But we cashed again. If you don't take any of my plays, like I've said, if you don't take any of them, Sunday is the one to take. I believe we are now officially 10-3 in our last 13 article plays. It's absolutely crushing those. So if there's any day you like to tell me, it's Sunday. But we cashed, like I said, with the Devils. They bounced back. Uh, they were they came off a loss against the Blues in a game where I wrote in the article. I thought they mentally checked out. Their star player Jack Hughes got hurt in that game. Uh, they didn't know how severe the injury was going to be. Found out after the game he wasn't going to miss too much time. He got hurt early in the first period. So when you use your t- you lose your top goal scorer pretty much the face of the franchise, you know, and you don't know how bad it is. Mentally, I feel like they kind of checked out. So they lost that game 4-1 to against St. Louis. They bounced back against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks, the night before, got their first home win of the year. They hadn't won back-to-back games, period, all season. I definitely didn't think they were going to win back-to-back home games. And they didn't. It, it, came, it came close down to the wire, though, but the Devils held on three or two. And that's all we need. We got the W. I do like another play tonight in NHL. You might be able to grab before the line gets pulled. But Columbus plus one and a half. Um believe is at minus 130. The Blue Jackets stink on the road, right? They're not a good road team. Uh Florida is three and one at home. They're playing the Panthers tonight. But based on the line, I think the value is in Columbus. I just don't think. They're bad, but I don't think they're minus two thirty dogs bad. Uh, if you look at both of these teams' numbers, goals per game, the Blue Jackets are twenty seventh in the league. Florida's twenty fifth, so not really much of a disparity in offense. But neither both of these teams are struggling to score to start the year. The power play, Blue Jackets are twenty sixth in the league. Florida's twenty fifth, both tr- struggling to score on the power play. One advantage florida definitely does have a better defense but right now columbus is eighth in the league in penalty kill while the panthers sit at 26. so i think both these teams stink. i don't think neither florida definitely is a better team at home like i said three and one on the road but i think columbus could keep this game close especially if they get a few opportunities on the power play well against a team that's struggling to kill the penalty i think florida if florida came out and won this game 5-1 wouldn't be a complete shocker because of how bad Columbus is on the road, but I just don't think they're <clears throat> minus two thirty dog bad. So I like Columbus plus one and a half. That's just uh, another personal play I got rolling. I'm telling you guys about it at the top of the show because it's going to kick off soon. Um, but yeah, we bounced back yesterday with the with the Devils for ourselves with a, a winner. Actually, we won on Friday as well too. We did not give out a play Saturday, Friday. we we lost the warriors didn't cover us right so we bounced back as well too the warriors did win that game against okc but they didn't cover i believe they won by two or three we had it minus five so didn't get the cover there so we bounced back and ended the week with a winner with the devils in regulation i like columbus plus one and a half you might be able to grab it or get it live i we talked about some before there's a video play i talked about early in the week same thing the devils were <clears throat> sitting at like minus 240 favorites against somebody and we went the other way in the cash easily it's just some that's what it comes down to it's just not always about who's better than who who's got the better record got to read the lines got to be able to read the lines sometimes yeah that doesn't matter either but there are times where you got to read the line at least go with the value and the panthers minus 230 is just no value for me so i'm taking a shot of columbus to keep things close and maybe even squeak out maybe even squeak out a w but monday night football Our official play. Let's talk about that. A lot of football to talk about, too, as well, yesterday. As these weeks just keep flying by in the NFL, man. That's how it goes. That's the one thing with football. We love it. But it just flies right by. What I tell you guys, I ain't believing it until it happens. I told you guys to take the Eagles. Not only do they cover, they went out right. In a game where they should have lost, though a game where they should have lost Dak actually played great cd lamb was phenomenal the defense made plays when they needed to but in such the cowboys way in such a Dak prescott way they found a way not to win stepping out of bounds on the two-point conversion falling a half a yard short in front of the goal in front of the end zone uh the touchdown that well they were short on fourth fourth down with ferguson just typical cowboys behavior uh, a a good team played played very well a game they should have won i i sat right there with my wife watching the game i told her straight up i said listen i don't want to lose my money but we're gonna lose this game because once Dak had stepped out of bounds of a two-point conversion the eagles offense comes out goes three and out cowboys get the ball right back pin them deep then you get two penalties the uh, pass interference and a rough in the passer gets them into pass field goal range, gets them in territory, uh, I believe, what, the 25 the 30 yard line in a position to score and just couldn't convert. Took four opportunities, couldn't even, couldn't convert Dak did take a sack on that drive, but it wasn't his fault. He played great. He played absolutely phenomenal. You couldn't ask for more, but that much, stepping out of bounds by that much, that's just typical Prescott behavior, typical Cowboys behavior. Just can't. can't I told you, I, there's no way until it happens, until I could see it happen on a regular and a consistent basis. There's no way I'm ever gonna wake up and put money on the Cowboys while Dak is the quarterback to win a big game. It ain't gonna happen. It, it's it's not gonna happen. And yesterday was the one where it should have happened. There was they were in opportunities. They had positions. The game was being hit. Philadelphia was trying to blow the game they were trying to figure out ways to lose i was telling like i said my fiance you hear the announcer say it that defense was reeling they were on their heels at that last drive i sat there looking at it like wow we're gonna lose this game we are going to lose this game not as a philly fan tomorrow as someone that had money on the phillies we are going to lose this game because i didn't see any way after the rough and the passer and the and the Eagles just not coming out, not even kidding, not even getting the first down. I didn't understand you guys, right? The best team in the league with the with the push, the best team in the NFL. When you uh, hand the ball to to Hertz and, and give him a push and get and get the first down, I do not understand why they didn't just do that three straight times. They come out after the Cowboys are deflated with Dak stepping out of bounds and not converting that two point conversion. They're deflated, three and out, and didn't have to use a timeout. Didn't have to use – you go three and out, didn't have to use the timeout. They get the ball back. Then you commit two penalties to get them past midfield. It was insane. I was like, whoa, this is being gift-wrapped. Then Sariani had no timeouts to stop the clock to try and gain composure and calm his defense down. No timeouts. They were absolutely reeling. If there was a game where Dak was going to do it, it was that one. In typical Prescott fashion. He can't do it. He can't win the big one. Dak is a very good quarterback. He cannot win a big game. It's as simple as that. Monday Night Football, our official play. Chargers, Jets. I'm going against the public here. I think there's a lot of New York love. I think there's a lot of New New York love in this game. The line was at three and a half. Now it's down to three. Some places it still might be at three and a half. But we are on the Chargers minus three. I think it's just too much love for this Jets team who, yes, has been playing well who, yes, should have beat the Chiefs, who, yes, did beat the Eagles. But let's break it down. Sometimes you have to dissect it. It's not all about the numbers. We have to, we have to dissect it. They are on a three-game winning streak. They beat the Broncos. whoop freaking do Right? Uh, they, they should have. You beat the Eagles. Congratulations. But it was a game where, let's be honest, they were schedule-watching. They rested players. They didn't take you seriously. They, they were not not prepared nor cared about the game. Then you beat the Giants. In a game you should have lost. It came down to a field goal with a kicker that missed the kick is on the IR now. You should have lost that game. Zach Wilson has still been struggling to pass the ball. I think the last good performance he had really was that Chiefs game. Since then, the, off, the passing game has been in shambles. We already know they struggled to run the ball. And while the Chargers don't have a great secondary, the problem tonight where I think Zach Wilson and company is going to face the biggest issue is they're missing two players on the offensive line. So now you have two guys on the O-line, two of your starters not playing, and you have to deal with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack tonight. I don't see how anybody thinks that's going to be it. That's a tall task. That is a tall task to ask for against a struggling quarterback and against a struggling offense. I don't care if you're home or not. And then we can also throw out the whole West Coast team coming to the East Coast because this game is at eight o'clock at night. If this was a one o'clock game on a Sunday, I might lean Jets. Probably catch the Chargers coming in a little jet lag, not really prepared to play with the different time zone. But this is a late primetime game on Monday night. It's beautiful outside too. It's not like they're coming to uh, they're coming from warm weather to to cold weather. It's not snowing. It's not raining. It's literally fifty degrees. It's beautiful outside. So the weather's not going to be a factor. The time zone's not going to be a factor. I think the Jets are getting too much love. If maybe they didn't have two guys out on the offensive line, I think they would have a chance because the Chargers secondary is pathetic. They're one of the worst in the league. But I just think the Jets are getting too much love, and I think the Chargers are getting too much hate. And me personally, I haven't bet on the Chargers since they lost that game to the Titans. That was absolutely disgusting. But – they're still okay like are they a a, a playoff team Mm, they should be are they obviously a super bowl team or a contender absolutely not but they're okay i mean i think when you look at their schedule too they've kind of beaten the teams they were supposed to be and they've lost the teams that are better than them lost to the chiefs understandably so and they lost to the cowboys after the cowboys had just came off a 42 10 drubbing to the 49ers so they came out and had to face a jacked-up, fired-up, motivated uh, Cowboys team to get that bad taste out of their mouth. And the Cow- I believe the Cowboys are better than the Chargers. And then they lost to KC. They lost to the Swifties. I don't think the Chargers are that bad. Are they good? Yeah. Are they great? Absolutely not. But I just think it's going to be too much for Zach. I think Zach Wilson going to be running for his life all night like with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, with struggling offensive line against a team, like I said, that already struggles to run the ball. So they're just going to send – they could drop everybody back, and they're just going to send four or five at them all night long, all night long. They might not even have to. They might be able to rush three or four because there's going to be holes in that offensive line tonight. There's clearly going to be gaps on that line tonight. And I just think it's going to be too much for Zach to ask for. I think the Jets are getting too much love for the game against the Eagles and the Chiefs, which, like I said, the Chiefs game, they should have definitely won. They were screwed. That was a rough job. They got screwed in that game. The Eagles game, we got to call a spade a spade. Philly ain't care. <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care about that game. And you beat the Giants. What the freaking do? Did you see what the Giants did? Yes, the Giants are playing with a guy that sounds like their starting quarterback right now. With Daniel Jones getting hurt again, which looks like he's—I haven't seen the official reports, but looks like he's probably out for the year with the type of injury that he he sustained. When it's that non-contact and it's the knee it's usually pretty bad I I haven't officially looked at any updates I don't know if you guys know you could drop me in the chat if you've seen it but their quarterback now is it sounds like he should be on the Sopranos I mean they're playing with Tony DeVito or whatever his name is I mean come on the the big one for the Raiders cleaning house getting rid of Josh McDaniels I if you have been listening to the show for a few years you already know as a Colts fan I think Josh McDaniels is a clown how he turned down that indie job because he sucks. can't do anything without Bill Belichick. He hasn't done anything but without Bill Belichick. He had no control over this Raiders team. No one played hard for him. He has no idea what he was doing. He should only be an offensive coordinator, and that's it. Because there's a difference. It's a difference when you can call plays and scheme, and then there's a difference when you have to be a leader and you need guys to really respect you. And they don't. And you can see how hard the Raiders came out yesterday and played for Pierce. Different culture now. I don't know which direction the Raiders go, if they're going to clean house or if they're going to try and still figure things out what they have. I know Jimmy G looks like he's not going to be answered. They're going to move past him, at quarterback, uh, with their rookie. That He he seemed okay yesterday as well, too, because the Giants still have a decent defense. The Giants, they play hard for Dayball. The Giants still show up and they hit. But the problem is their offense. And the problem is the defense is tired because the offense is so bad, the defense is on the field so much. So – uh yeah i just think a little bit too much love for the jets tonight being at home and because of their little three game winning streak but i'm not impressed because you beat someone that sounds like he's an Aaron boy on, on season four of sopranos last week and the game like i said you should have lost you know that field goal it's lights camera action it's over curtains closed so a little bit t- i could be wrong we'll see but that's the play i'm on i never put a gun in nobody's head you take what you like i only share what i'm on my advice, my, my analysis on the game, and I'm liking the Chargers tonight. I just think the Jets are getting too much love, too much credit. I think, and I just think the off, like I said, the offensive line issues, it's going to be a lot to overcome for them tonight. So I am on Chargers minus three. Gave it out earlier. And that's the play I'm rolling with. Bad start for us in the Panthers game as the Panthers are already up 2 0 on the Blackhawks. Woo not how you want to start the first period but we still got some time we'll see what happens with that it's hockey they score quickly so we'll see what happens with that nba i'm not dabbling or talking about too much college basketball yet i'll let you know right away it's way too early in the season way too early i'm not even looking i'm not i haven't looked at a single spread single line a single roster Transparency is always key and I'm always honest with you guys. Don't even ask. I have no idea yet. Have done no no studying on it yet. There's so much going on, but it'll be time. We'll get there. We will get there because there's gonna be some days in December, days in January. We're gonna need it. Where there's gonna be two NBA games on and seven college basketball, ten out college basketball games to pick from. And that's when, you know, you have some more data on teams. We'll have things figured out, shooting percentages, injuries, matchups. But right now, it's all a coin toss, and i rather not. <laughs> I'll wait. NBA, a lot of games going on tonight. That bum James Harden makes his debut for the Clippers against the Knicks. This is a spot, I don't have money on it personally, but I've seen people talking about it where I wouldn't be surprised to take the Knicks. Not because I think they're better than the Clippers, but you're literally throwing out a completely new roster tonight with Westbrook, Harden, Paul George, Kawhi. They're kind of pretty much figured out on the fly. against the Knicks team coming off a, t- a tough loss against the Bucs. I believe R.J. Barrett is back tonight, so they'll get Barrett tonight to help out with Jalen Brutson because he's been having to do it all by himself. Julius Randle's still terrible, and it he just he needs to be traded. Just you could just tell with his attitude, the way he carries himself. He looks like he's in better shape. I, I'm so happy he cut his damn hair, but it's just it's just ain't it. It's just it's just not working out. I would I would trade Randall and get what I can from him, and build around Brunson and RJ, and bring in whatever you could bring in because when the ball touches his hands, it's just a black hole. It just it just doesn't move or it's a bad shot. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't hustle. He's got a terrible attitude. It's just, he's got to go. But the play that I did give out as far, and and as far uh, to also go with the charges minus three, we gave out Timberwolves plus four. Did we get it at four or did it drop? Let me just double check. Did we get it? No, we got it at three. Timberwolves plus three. Looks like it's up to three and a half right now. Let's see, maybe that Porzingis playing. So it looks like Porzingis is going to play for Boston. Uh, when I was looking at this line, he was dealing with some eye issues. Derek White is out for the Celtics, but it looks like Porzingis is going to play. But this is a spot I like the Wolves. So the Wolves screwed us once already this year. We took them against the Hawks. The Hawks were on a bounce back game. Uh, not a bounce back, sorry. They were on a back to back game. Thought the Wolves would come in and take care of business. They did in the first half, up 19 in the first half. And then the Hawks just came out in the second half and took over because, once again, the Wolves were schedule watching. They were looking forward to their matchup against Denver. They came out against that game, the Nuggets, and actually clean house with the, against the Nuggets. So tonight, I think this is another game where clearly Porzingis isn't 100%. Derek White is out. This is a Wolves team. Well, I think they're going to try and give the Celtics their first home loss, uh, not home loss, their first loss of the season. They. Boston is 5 and 0 in the year. And I just think this is a Wolves team that's going to come in and try and take care of business. We got it plus three, sitting at plus three and a half. You can still grab it. That game starts at eight o'clock. But I think this is a game where the Wolves show up. The, the, the Wolves. You know, Minnesota. Yeah they're not a lovable team. Like right? they're not a likable team. Like Anthony Edwards, most people don't like obviously Rudy Gobert. Well, people aren't crazy about Carl Anthony Town. They feel like he should work harder. He's a little bit distracted with his video games and his girlfriend and things like that. But I think this is a game where the wolves come out. They come out to play like how they did against the nuggets and they're going to try and get the seize their first loss at home. They've been playing decent at home so far this year. Three, uh, three and zero at home so far this year. So I like the Wolves. You can get a three and a half. I got it at three. Other games tonight on the board that I was looking at. Like I said, I wouldn't be. I don't. I wouldn't blame anybody for taking the Knicks tonight. I just think there's no camaraderie, You're Just throwing a new roster out there tonight for the Clippers. The Knicks also, like I said, come off a tough loss. So I wouldn't blame anybody for taking the Knicks tonight. I'm not doing it but I don't blame anybody. Warriors Pistons, our guy Bet the House gave out Golden State first half. They're up 26-19 the first quarter, so good start for that. Make sure you guys follow him, underscore Bet the House with House. His play so far is only in the first quarter, but looking good. He got a nice lead. The Lakers. Lakers plus one and a half tonight against Miami. I, I, I did sprinkle a little something on L.A. tonight. I think I'm not I'm not too worried about that loss against Orlando. It's the second time playing the Magic already this year. Lakers beat him the first time. Magic bounced back and beat him this time. And I feel like, once again, schedule watching, not getting jacked up to play Orlando again for the second time already in your first six games. You know, not really caring about playing Orlando. But this is a game. LeBron James, former Heat player, looking to take care of business, I think, in Miami. The Lakers do have a few players out. Rui is still out, Vanderbilt's out, Dave Benson's out, but he hasn't done squats since he's got there. So for the Heat, all systems pretty much go, except for Caleb Martin and whatever. All systems go, Bam playing Jimmy's butt, playing Tyler Heros, playing all the big big names are playing. But this is a game where I can see the Lakers coming out and trying to take care of some business. Bam and AD kind of offset themselves. So LeBron and Jimmy, if you if you want to say that kind of offsets each other, Still, kind of give the advantage, even though the Lakers, not a lot of depth on that bench. Austin Reese could go crazy. Who else we got here? I mean, Austin Reese can go crazy. D'Lo can always go off at any time. So we'll see. I mean, not a lot of depth. Got to stay out of foul trouble. That's for the Lakers to be in this game. Got to stay out of foul trouble with Rui being out, especially to help out AD. You have Christian Wood who can play center. He's probably gonna. Guard Bam, so Anthony Davis doesn't have to as much. He can play power forward, put some points up, not have to work so hard on both ends of the floor. But I like the Lakers tonight. They've been in Florida, too, not having to travel. They played that Orlando game on Saturday, so they've just been in Florida. Played today on Monday. And the Heat off to a very slow start. Miami's off to a very slow start to start the year. Two and four. They just ended a four-game win losing streak, and that win came against the Wizards. I mean, there's a couple teams at L.A. Fitness right now that can beat the Wizards. So not really impressed by that. So very slow start by Miami. I think the Lakers could come in tonight, keep it close, maybe even eke out a win. You know, it matters to LeBron playing in Miami. You know, it always matters, just like when he goes back to Cleveland. These games matter. I think, like I said, coming off that loss against Orlando, a game they didn't really care about, already beat Orlando, playing the same team within your first six games. That's not a conference opponent or not a rival. I I just don't think they cared. I think they look more to this game, and I think they take care of business. So those those are my sprinkles. Uh, Clippers, I'm sorry, Lakers plus one and a half, Wolves plus three, and I don't blame anyone for taking the Knicks. I personally didn't do it. And our guy, bet the House, taking the Warriors first half, minus three and a half over the Pistons. So far off to a good start. No other games I like tonight. I do see that the Nuggets line went up, so is anybody out for Pelicans? Just CJ McCollum. Jamal Murray is still out for Denver, so not a game I love, especially with the line moving up in favor of Denver from 6.5 to 7.5. Wouldn't know Jamal Murray. Wouldn't blame anyone for taking the Pelicans there. Would not blame anyone to take the Pelicans to cover in that matchup. Oof, three nothing now, Panthers. See, like I said, I'm honest with you guys. Like I said, it, the Blue Jackets could come out and get killed because of how bad they are on the road. But I didn't think there's any value with Florida minus uh 230. I just didn't like it. I thought it should have been maybe a 170 180 ballpark. I thought 230 was too much for a team that's bottom 25 in the league in offense and a terrible penalty kill. But that's how it goes sometimes. You never know. A lot of time left, though, still. We're not asking the Blue Jackets to win. We're just asking them to now lose by two goals. So still plenty of time for that game. But our official plays, one last time, Chargers, minus three. I think a little bit too much love for the Jets tonight. Offensive line issues. I like the Chargers, minus three. And also the Wolves, plus three. You can still get it at plus three and a half, it looks like. A game where I think they're going to be fired up and focused it. Pazinga's clearly not 100%. We know Derek White is out as well for for the Celtics. So I like those two matchups. Those are our official plays. I appreciate you guys joining me on the stream. And then we got some other baseball news to talk about. Uh, Craig Council, what the hell, man? Thought that he was going to come be the manager for the Mets. Said he wasn't interested, so I thought he was going to stay in Milwaukee. We wake up and he's the manager for the Cubs. What the hell is up with that? What a rat move. And also to go manage now your division rival. What a snake. I just didn't see that coming. I don't, And a team like the Cubs who were who on the Chris, you know, there were a few games. They missed the playoffs by a few games. But how much better does he make them over where they were at? Uh, uh, it was a surprising move, a shocking move. A rat move, if you ask me, to go manage your division rival after turning down the Mets job. Fine, you turn down the Mets job, people thought it was a done deal because the GM that the Mets had uh, hired came from Milwaukee. So one and one equals two, thought he was going to come through. But an absolute shocker and a rat move by Greg Council to just stab stab us in the back and stab Milwaukee in the back. Go manage the Cubs? Can't trust nobody these days. And the Mets, I, I saw, I, I didn't really get a chance to read it. I saw they, sired, they hired the Yankees bench coach. What, what the hell are we doing? We're, we're hiring guys that never even managed before? <coughs> I'm, I'm puzzled. Uh, I'm puzzled. Oh, excuse me. I'm puzzled. Uh, that's why I didn't really even read into it yet, because I saw the headline and a few people texted me about it. And I was like, the hell is this? hiring guys have never even done the job before not always a bad thing but surely not what i was looking for or expecting uh at this point i feel like carlos beltran paid his dues right he did his time he was caught up in the whole nonsense with the cheating thing i felt like he did his time right i feel like he deserved a second chance And I feel like Carlos Beltran should get the job. He should have been got the job. But the Yankees bench coach? Uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, I want the team to win. I'm hoping for the best. But I ain't happy. It's not not moving the needle to me. It seems like a guy that's going to have to come in and earn his stripes. I don't know if we really got time for that we're still trying to figure out Pete Alonso contract situation. I mean, we got guys that are hitting their prime right now. We don't even really have time for that. So I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not thrilled about it. Texas Rangers did end up winning the World Series. If you lived on the rock, they did get the job done. I said here on the show that after the D-backs bounced back in game two, I was rooting for them, the underdog story. I was rooting for them. But financially, I told you guys on Instagram – Take Texas. They're closing it out in game five. And they did. You got Evaldi back on the mound. He was not going to have another bad performance like he had in game one. And he sure, it was stressful. He pitched the stressful six innings, but he pitched six scoreless innings. And he got it done. So in my heart, I was rooting for the D backs. But in my wallet, I was rooting for the Rangers. But the Yankees bench coach, I mean, this is, this is like having the Giants quarterback right now. Are we hiring people that are so Sopranos extras? I don't know what's going on. But Chargers minus three, Wolves plus three, lock it in. Let's put some money in accounts. Share the stream. If you missed the show or didn't catch it from the beginning, it will be on streaming platforms. You can also go back and listen to it live. Well, not live, but you can also go back and listen to it here on millions. If you're watching on YouTube, Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, tell a friend to tell a friend. As always, in the words of the icon Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks, I've had some losing months, never had a losing year. Snoozer Lose Podcast. Till next time.